0: hello everyone welcome to reddit readings today we are hearing stories from r slash ask reddit specifically about dumb ideas that worked reddit readings episode 31
1: tonight only on disney plus
0: my name is taylor welcome to the eras tour
1: experience taylor swift's record-breaking eras tour Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. Oh, oh, oh,
0: O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. What is the dumbest idea you have ever had that actually worked? In university, I was late on an assignment that was supposed to be in my TA's Dropbox by noon that day. I didn't manage to get there until almost 3, so I was sure he had already emptied it. Now, the drop boxes were little boxes in cubbies with a slot on the front and a lock on them that prevented them from being pulled out. The rack holding them was just a basic metal frame with about 5 rows of boxes. My TA's box was somewhere in the middle of the shelf. So I figured, I'm late anyway, why not take a chance? And slipped my assignment into the box below my TA's box. I got my assignment handed back a few weeks later than everyone else and it had a note from another TA scribbled on it that said, looks like this fell into my box by mistake. I got full marks on the assignment. When I was young and broke I bought a sofa from a used furniture store. I had no way to take the sofa home. I went to a used car lot a couple of blocks away and took a truck for a test drive. I used to know a guy who, every week, would order his Saturday night curry for delivery while sitting in the pub, and then walk over the road to the curry house and get it and himself delivered home. This went on for about 10 to 12 weeks. One week, we were sitting, having a pint and the owner of the curry house walked in, took his order, and had him picked up from the pub, he said it was easier for everyone concerned. Real estate told me I had to have the carpets professionally cleaned, wasn't in the contract, or I'd lose my $800 bond. I did some research and found out I could become an accredited carpet cleaner as there are no official licensing boards in my state. So, I did what any sane person would do. I paid the $85, did the online course, and got my certificate, registered a business name, ABN, etc. All free, I handed the property management a copy of my accreditation and an invoice for services. I became a professional carpet cleaner and launched a vacate cleaning business that is still going six months later. Back in the flip phone days, I had dropped mine and the screen stopped working. I could make and receive calls, but the screen was just completely blank. I put up with it for a couple of weeks. Because I couldn't afford a new phone, but one day I had the thought of well, if dropping the phone made the connection loose, maybe the same thing can fix it, and threw my phone at the ground. I picked it back up, and the screen was working. In college, my buddy and I took an investing class, and for one of the projects we had a month, to invest fake dollars into the stock market, and see which team would have the most money after a month. It was spring semester, so we put all of our fake money into Heans, thinking there would be a spike in ketchup and mustard sales as the weather got warmer. The next day, Berkshire Hathaway purchased the entire Heans company and the professor accused us of insider trading. We had no idea what we were doing. I stuck my neck out for an ex-con on house arrest at my job. He interviewed well, but his availability was horrible between the ankle bracelet and meeting with his PO, drug treatment program, etc. My GM said no and I said, I'm doing it anyway. The first night he worked there, I found myself in a bind. He was the only person scheduled in the kitchen from 8 to 10, and I had no one who knew the kitchen beside myself, because our store had a wicked virus traveling around. I told him look, dude, we are pretty fucked back here, and I'm going to try to keep my cool, but I can't promise. And because I'm the only manager on duty, I might have to run to the front slash drive through. Well, this guy mastered production in about an hour. He was faster than my GM on the grills and fryers, and his attitude was so good. I waited on nothing, and he even tried to help me make sandwiches and send them out. He also managed to clean up the entire kitchen. He eventually moved to maintenance and fixed all the crap the previous guy ignored in a day. Then he moved to service for more hours when the hour restrictions came off and was great with the Karens. My GM got over the ankle bracelet, record, and tattoos and actually hired him for his house flipping business. All because I said, we need fucking employees and you can't be picky when he's the only guy I've interviewed in a month. Bet my husband I could fix the dent in the car with a plunger. It worked. At college I was at a friend's house on the other side of town. It was very late and the buses had stopped, so my only way home was to call a cab. This was before Uber. I was also really hungry so, because I only had about $10, my choice was either get some takeout and walk for an hour to get home at night, or call a cab and go hungry. Then Eureka! I went into the Chinese takeout place, and asked for delivery to my home address, and asked for a ride home. They protested at first, but I explained that me hitching a ride was no extra cost for them. They agreed and I got a free ride home, and a Chinese takeout. On the 4th of July, I was in Brooklyn in neighborhood not too far from my own. Was having a hell of a time catching a cab when suddenly an ice cream truck pulled up. My apartment was right next to an ice cream truck depot. I knew any truck in the area was parking there, so I asked for a ride in what little Spanglish I knew. They obliged. Free ride home plus ice cream cone. Big win. Awkward ride. Back in high school, I stopped by one of my teacher's rooms after class to ask him some questions about our homework. When I walked in, I noticed he was grading some of our tests. Of note, all of his tests were made up of multiple choice, true slash false, or matching, and all of the answers were bubbled in. What I noticed was that instead of using an answer key to grade, he was just placing a stencil over the paper with the correct bubble punched out. The stencil wasn't transparent, so all it showed was whether we bubbled in the right answer or not. Flash forward to our next test, and I'm stuck on a true slash false question. Knowing how he graded, I figured I'd bubble in both T and F, and if he caught it, it would be easy enough to claim it was an accident. Well, he didn't catch it, and I used that trick the rest of the year for a little extra boost on all of his tests. I once faked being sick when I was in middle school and told my mom I had a sore throat and felt a cold coming on. She took me to the doctor, and it turned out that I did, in fact, have strep throat lol. When I was younger I got called into HR because I drew a very detailed picture of a penis. It was really really good. The HR meeting happened like a week after I drew it and my only defense was I don't recall doing that. Do you happen to have the picture? It might jog my memory. They didn't have it of course because I had it and because I didn't confess they couldn't do shit. Investigation results inconclusive. Have a nice day. This idea cold easily gotten me fired if it went wrong. I was working as an art director at an animation studio, making videos for clients. One client was especially pesky about the use of yellow in the background. They wanted it to be that of their logo, which was this horrible neon pus yellow. We advised against it, but after numerous calls, we had to cave and gave a version with that color. They hated it and asked for a change. What followed were 12 versions with numerous calls in between tweaking the color over and over. Eventually, I got tired of it and just sent the original version again. I didn't even bother to rename the file. The client said, this looks exactly the way I want it, thank you. How that ever went right I still have no idea. I forgot to bring a resume to a job interview, but I had an index card in my bag. I cut the index card in half, and wrote my name, my contact info, and creative problem solver in my best handwriting, and gave a copy of my business card to both the interviewers. I got the job. In college I was taking a class that required me to purchase an online textbook and workbook that was registered under your name, basically ensuring that each student would have to buy a new online copy each semester instead of buying used textbooks. I had a friend who took this class a semester before me, so we came up with the idea to message customer service and explain that I had recently gotten married, so my last name had changed, and I legally changed my first name from my friend's first name to my first name, and I would need them to change it in their system. It totally worked, and the rep even congratulated me on my marriage. Bobcat Tire Blue during a job. Had another tire, but no jack. Positioned the bobcat behind a dump truck. Bobcat then tries to lift the ass end of the dump truck. Dump truck hella heavy, bobcat lifted itself instead. Tire changed and back to work. I'm a poor student living in Germany. Students are required by law to have health insurance. The university will expel you if you don't have health insurance. The lowest rate I could get was about 189 euros, 208 dollars, a month. I usually don't even spend that much on food. There was just no way that I could pay such a high rate. I wrote my insurer countless letters and emails explaining how there was no way that I could pay 189 euros. They refused to lower my rate, explaining how they are just following the law. They even informed my university that I had failed to pay health insurance. The university then threatened me to ex me. In my desperate yorn, I wrote the German Ministry of Health. I explained myself and asked them to talk to my insurer. A week later I received a letter from my insurer informing me that they had cut my rate to a mere 89 euros a month and that this reduction was applicable to a month prior. My rate is about to go up again, but this time I should be able to manage. Wearing a motorcycle helmet while snow blowing. I did it because I missed riding, it kept my face warm, and when snow would fly back at me the visor would protect me. Far from the dumbest working idea in the thread, but I once got an extra day to work on a video project in high school by coming to class with a video that was just a quarter second of blackness, eagerly volunteering to go first, then acting confused and scared when the file didn't work. The teacher took pity on me, and told me to just bring it the following day, and I got to finish it that evening, and still got full credit, as if I did it on time. When I was brand new to the army, we were training with another unit, and we had to defend the urban combat area from an incoming force. We were allowed only allowed a few hours to prepare. One guy suggested that we set up trip wires to, at least, slow them down. The doors are all painted bright blue, and all anyone had was my package of black 550 cord, parachute cord, that could easily be seen. Setting this up we thought there was no way they would miss it. I was wrong. Instead of checking the door like they were supposed to, the opposing force simply tried to rush through. I almost couldn't return fire due to the fact I was laughing so hard. I even put a piece, just baloney level, in the doorway to the room I was in. I turned around when I heard people falling over each other. I looked and almost the entire squad was crawling on top of each other trying to get up. I put my weapon on burst and emptied the magazine. Then fumbled with my last one as I started to laugh even harder than before. After I blindly fired down the hallway I just leaned against the wall and the entire group and myself just looked at the scene and started laughing. Then their platoon leader came running in and tripped over the same cord. At this point, I was done, put my weapon on safe, put it against the wall, and tried not to piss my pants over the whole situation. Using a sewing needle to remove a bit of dirt, that was making one of my records skip. Bear in mind my hands are shaky as hell, so it was certainly very tense and there was the danger of fucking up the whole thing. Years ago, the foundation of my house would let water in right at the seam of the wall and hatchway. I decided to dig down so I could seal it from the outside, I got a few feet down before I couldn't reach with a shovel. So what did this genius do? I went in head first and kept digging, but then my arms were getting tired and I decided I should quit. I'm now doing a handstand in an arrow pit and have no way to back out of it. I live far enough from neighbors that yelling would do nothing. After a few minutes of coming to terms with the fact that this is how I died, at 28 years old. I decide I will try to walk up the foundation wall with my hands one last time, and it worked. It could have ended quite badly. In the end, it worked. I was able to seal the issue from the outside. In my senior year of high school, we had to spend our final quarter doing mandatory volunteer work to graduate. I was placed at a head start in my city, and while some of the kids I worked with were great, there was one, Brandon who was an absolute nightmare 20 months old endless energy, no empathy, no speech beyond a few words, and no ability to recognize pain in other children. At nap time, someone always had to be sitting next to his cot, as he would otherwise just get up and run around, sometimes hitting the other sleeping kids, if he could get away with it. He would be a spiteful little shit and repeatedly stick his feet out from under his blanket, after you pushed it back in, like it was a game. One day I got so frustrated trying to get this brat to sleep, that I basically just laid him down flat, arms and legs together, and closely tucked his blanket in under him from top to bottom like a burrito. To my overwhelming joy, he made no attempt to escape, and was asleep within 2 minutes. I repeated this tactic over the next few days with the same results. It worked. Brandon would sleep. One of the actual teachers slash workers there saw me doing this to him one day and asked me what I was doing. I explained the process, but she was skeptical until I showed her just how quickly Brandon would chill out. I swear, her face lit up as I had just given her the most life-changing advice ever. Oh my god, you're right, he actually falls asleep. I was really really desperate to leave past employer after 15 years. Had been applying and interviewing and striking out. Finally got an interview at a place where, at the time, I felt, meh, I'm not really sure this is right for me, but anything is better than where I'm at. Instead of prepping for the interview, rehearsing answers, etc, I pulled an office space. I was cocky, brash, unconcerned, made it seem like I was happy where I was at, and didn't really care if I got the job or not. They called me back the next week and I waited a week to return their call same deal with the second interview. When they offered me the job, I hemmed and hawed, said I needed to think about it really hard and that it was a big move for me, etc, etc. I came back and demanded well over $15,000 above what they were offering in salary. They accepted. Our power was out due to a storm. I had a camp stove to use for boiling water, to make a coffee pour through, but I couldn't use my electric grinder for the coffee beans. I tried fashioning a mortar and pestle, but it was taking too long. So, I put the coffee beans in a couple of Ziploc bags, placed the bag right behind a car tire, then ran over it back and forth a couple of times to crush the beans. Worked like a charm. Put Jesus in as the wiffy password in church. It worked. Thank you for listening to dead Readings. Episode 31. If you enjoyed it, consider subscribing and leaving a rating.
1: True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs,